Welcome to the fifth episode of Don't Force It Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Tate. I have two beautiful guests right now. Y'all, they brought vodka to the studio right now, and it's crazy. I can't believe I'm actually about to drink right now while I'm recording, but you know what? We're going to go with the flow. Let me this bottle. This is... What is this? I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's like Svetka. Svetka. Blue, Blue raspberry. raspberry. I can't believe I'm about to actually do this, but you know what? Let's go with the flow. Y'all actually hear that right now? This shit is crazy. I'm about to take a shot before I record. Lord, please forgive me for doing this, but you know what? We about to do it. Y'all already took a shot. You want to do it together? Oh, you want some lemonade in that? Yeah, give me some lemonade. <laughs> do you already took your shot? She took a sip. No, come on. Well, let's do it together. Before we get into this right, episode. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having us. Love actually. y'all. Here we go. Mmm. This is good. Okay. Oh, it's either gonna be a hit or miss. It's so good. Okay. Damn. <laughs> okay. The main thing is, I'm excited to be on my fifth episode. A lot have took place in June. The last time I recorded was on June first, and I stated that I wanted y'all to jump out on faith. So much been going on. I've been going through so much. Just a learning process of letting things go, and it's crazy. And I got two special guests here with me. They both have they both have a business, and I don't know which one of y'all want to go first. But the main thing is, I just want y'all to know I definitely appreciate y'all being here. I I don't know if y'all are nervous. I am nervous. Matter of fact, I really appreciate y'all traveling to be here. How do it smell? I burn sage. <laughs> Anytime I record, I pray and I always burn sage. So, do y'all smell the sage? Do y'all love sage? I love yeah, I love it. It's yeah, I really do love sage. sage. But yes, guys, so much been going on. My main thing is, whoever want to go first, how is your June going? Like, June has been up and down for me. The main thing is, it's just been so crazy. Yeah, I think that's life. Like, um, yes, June, but like, I feel like that was last month and the month before, and it's probably going to be next month, like the up and downness of it all. But overall, uh, a lot was revealed, I feel like, mm-hmm. this month um, for me and how I need to, like, I know the answers of my next step, but it's yeah. just being actionable and trusting myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, it's been, you know, pretty, like, just unknown, too, but also, like, up and down as well. So, it's just, like, also learning to trust the next step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think June, for me, is, like, teaching me to stand on what I prayed for in the past. And I think God is basically saying, you prayed for this. Now you got to show me you want it and show me you want to keep it. And I always pray. This is what I pray for every night. Please remove anything that wasn't sent by you. Please heal my heart. Please cleanse my mind. I pray for every, I pray for so much. I pray for even the people that hurted me. I never thought I would get to that point. And I remember my mom being in a hospital 
still praying for people who hurt her. And I used to say, how did you get to that point? Here I am. I'm finally there. Yeah, but June for me, I really jumped out on faith. I felt like giving up so many times. And did y'all feel like that in June? Did y'all feel like giving up on anything? Yeah, I, I feel like I've had moments. Um, I think I've gotten to a place, though, in my life, like with the age I am now, to recognize that that's not the answer. Even though I have the feelings, I don't like... Uh, let them uh, I guess rise as much as I used to like when I was younger it was just like oh my god like this is the answer I have to give up but now it's like okay you felt like this before you felt like you had to give up before um things got better like it's just kind of like attacking that moment with the positive thoughts and like the thoughts of like oh no we've been here let's just continue this will pass kind of thing but yeah for sure felt that one thing before we get continue diving deep ladies i think the main thing was we was diving into this vodka but y'all didn't introduce yourself so can y'all please let my listeners know your name you know tell them where y'all from what you do for a living you know can y'all please do that i think it's vodka really got me over it's strong it really takes a sip (laughs) yeah um well i'm mysterious voice number one um maya uh, I am a photographer and I'm learning film right now um, from a filmmaker, Isaac, uh, working at IO Art House, which is his company. I mean, IO Agency, which is his company. Um, and I write. Um, so just a creative overall. Um, I act. Um, mm, okay. Yeah, just creativity. Yeah. Where are you from? I was born in Nevada, but I'm a Houstonian. I was raised here. Hey. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, I'm from Beaumont. Okay. Yeah, and I work in Easton at the moment, and I have a store in North Easton. So I'll be moving that in like the next end of the May, um, end of the year. And I just pretty much assist in health and beauty. Okay. I do uh, lashes to spray tan, IVs. Okay, I'm sitting here looking at you, but what is your name, ma'am? Diana. (laughs) Diana, okay. Well, like I said, I'm definitely glad y'all are here. And y'all, I can't believe y'all got me drinking vodka on my fifth episode. I also want to note that Diana's mentioning she's in health and beauty. Like, you see it in her. You can't see her right (laughs) now, but she is like the epitome of health and beauty. So, like, I'm trying to give all of me you know just positivity all good things every day you're so badass though like looking at you you know you are in um beauty you you just badass girl and i just want you to know that and i hope you you feel that inside you really take care of a lot of people yeah it takes some time but you know sometimes you just know like when you find your passion it just is even greater every day it makes, it makes sense and then after that you start living your purpose so to me i feel very like grateful every day to live a dream come true just you know working with people that i enjoy just getting to know and they become like family it's really awesome okay so on this episode i want to try something different okay 
So since this is the fifth episode, when y'all think of the number five, what comes to mind? Like what after me asking y'all that question, what was the first thing that came to your mind? Change. Change? Transformation. Dang. Why you say that? Um, transformation is such a big thing is just one of it's just hard to come over. It's changing, you know, for some people it's hard. Hmm. So I feel like spiritually number five, that's what it means. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah. better than what I was gonna say. Yeah, me I'm sitting here thinking same thing because I'm I, I didn't like, think that fifth ward. Um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Two okay, for me, two things came to mind and first thing first, I don't know what y'all wanna say first. Uh let me go with sorry. The first thing came to mind was sorry. Oh, okay. The reason why, I don't know. I don't know when I think of sorry. I don't know if it's sorry to myself or sorry to the people who I hurt in my past or sorry meaning I didn't know no better. S- sorry, I just didn't know. I don't know. So that's what came first. The other one was help and when I think of help guys I want y'all to know what I'm talking right now I'm closing my eyes <laughs> they looking at me like girl what are you doing but when I think of help it goes back to before you assist others you need to help yourself you know and I don't know so when I, when I think of five I think of sorry and I think of help you got to help yourself before you help others. So, when you're saying sorry, um, and you said one of the things was you apologizing to people in your past. Did you get to apologize to them? The people that you said that you felt you hurt. I just thought about one person now. Damn, it's deep. <laughs> Golly, um, no. Um, maybe I did apologize, but I don't think they really felt like I was sincere. And now they probably will feel it. Damn, that was deep, Maya. What made you ask me that? Um, that's just something because I, I think about the people who I didn't get an apology from, so it's just kind of like a flip, like, and the people also that I haven't been able to apologize to, but um. Yeah, just the the word sorry just triggered that and thinking about those people. What what comes to mind when you think of the number five? Honestly, I was trying to look up the artist's name so I didn't butcher his last name, but I can't remember his last name. But his first name is Ibrahim and he's a he's actually here and his artwork is so amazing. He has um, these two pieces, they're separate in their hands. And I also was trying to look up so I didn't butcher that. But one hand is like your giving hand and the other is receiving. And so that's what the paintings are. It's like the giving and receiving hands. That's what I thought about. Um, And I like when I saw those, I was like, I'm trying to make enough money so I can buy these. Because these are like, they're just so powerful. It's such a simple thing like your hands, but it's literally like life. Like you're giving and you're receiving. Like what are you giving? What are you receiving? So That's crazy you said that. I love that. I love doing that just the action 
just it, it doesn't have to be materialistic you know when you said that Maya to me and I think I stated what I'm about to say now on my previous episode I think it was the episode before this but in my opinion I think we are on this earth to be a service to others that's just my opinion I can't speak for others but I just think we are here to love and be loved I mean I don't know what do y'all think about that I do when it comes to being a servant you know that's one of the things that I you know feel like a trait that we we have as his children so for me I do believe in that every day I love giving. When I give to others, it makes my heart smile. And I'm I don't it's so crazy how anytime I record and it's crazy y'all look now total I don't have three guests on my podcast, but I want to tell y'all about this. So I went to go get my hair done not too long ago. I wanna say beginning of this month. Is it these braids? They look yeah. I don't know. These need to come out. But, yeah. <laughs> I went to get my hair done um, beginning of this month. And I had to go to the gas station put some air in my tire. So, I seen this homeless man, right? And he approached me. You know how when some, a homeless person approaches you, you don't know what they're about to say. Um, and I'm going to tell y'all, in the past, a homeless person came up to me saying they want food, right? I didn't have that much money, so I gave them what I had. But they was like, I don't want this. And that kind of really fucked me up. And I was like, man, I'm not going to do nothing else for another homeless person. But anyway, so this homeless this homeless guy came up to me. He's like, I just want to eat. And um, I don't know what was going on at the moment. And I think I said I didn't have it at that moment. I don't know what I said, but I basically was telling him I can't do it. So he turned around. Like I said, we was at the gas station. He turned around went to the next person. He was walking to the next guy. So while he was walking, leaving for me, he was just saying, I just, he was talking to some God, I just wanted to eat. That's all I want. I just want something to eat. He was praying to God. And when I tell y'all that really fucked me up, it had me so sad. So right then I was like, you know, I rolled down my window at this point, I'm in my car now. I rolled down the window and I was like, um, let's go right now. We can go get some food right here at this restaurant. I don't even know what restaurant it was. I just seen a food place. So we get there. I got there before him because he was taking his bike with him you know he had his backpack on and his bike we get to the restaurant it was a burger place um we get I mean he finally arrived and he was like he, he opened the door for me he was like thanks for getting me food and all right we got in there we got in line well actually I stood in line he sat down while I'm in line by the order of food he fall asleep and because you know he got on a backpack it's hot it's hot here in Houston He's like tired. He's carrying a backpack. So I'm like, when I tell y'all, man, that don't really mess me up because, you know, the whole time I'm ordering him food, after a while he finally woke up and he was just praying. He was like, I, I really appreciate you. I'm so thankful for you. Thank God you got a beautiful soul. Just saying stuff. And it's crazy how, you know, sometimes we see homeless people and we think they're annoying or whatever. We can be entertaining the angels sometimes. I'm not trying to be going to religion or none of that shit, but sometimes we can really be entertaining the angel. And the main thing is, them tables can be turned. That could be me or one of y'all two. You know what I'm saying? And what really messed me up when 
I think we said, hey, can I get something to eat? And then I was like, I don't got it. I think, I, I don't know what it was. I didn't want to be bothered or I was just about to go home. For one, I, you know how Houston traffic it is. I'm like, I'm just about to go home. But once he walked away and I see him praying, he was like, God, I just want food. You know how you get frustrated with God and you just, why God, why this, why this, why that, why that? And that's what he was doing. And when I tell y'all, that was a check. That checked me. Reality check. Like, I don't know. That messed me up. This was the beginning of the month. And... I don't know. It's like since I moved from Atlanta, I've been coming in contact with a lot of homeless people. And they really been bringing me life lessons. I don't know, guys. I just want to share that with my listeners and I want to share that with y'all. The main thing is, the moral of the story is, just know sometimes you can be entertaining an angel. Watch how you treat them because them tables can be flipped. That's all I want to say. What do y'all think about that? Every day, I um, just try my best to be prepared on the road while I'm working mobile, and I'll definitely entertain, like, knowing, you know, discernment, when to, and most of the time, I do if it is, like, what I have. Sometimes I prepare, like, stuff in the back, just dry food, and just being prepared, you, you don't feel ever, like, that you don't ever feel, like, bad for them it's more like you just it's like it's if they ask and then you have it you feel like you're giving out of love instead of you feeling sad for them that helped me a lot and drink traveling on the road it's like i've learned to see like when i see a homeless person i'm prepared and that helps me because a lot of my friends will say oh you know don't um t- you know don't give them change or they might be doing drugs or we don't know the situation that's why you know i don't try to be you know think about that they have a past we all do and for some people you know it's you know have harder situations and i always can imagine like what happened if you know i was in that situation you know and then a lot of times people in our homeless are have mental problems too on top of that so like and i thank god every day and i thank him for wisdom i thank him for my my you know my like knowing of things and the things i have every day because some people don't have they have that you know disadvantage unfortunately and i want to say this real quick just because they homeless doesn't mean they're a bad person you know, it's a lot of good people that are homeless. Okay. You never know that situation. They could have been helping, <clears throat> excuse me, they could have been helping family out, which put them on the streets. You know, some there's so many reasons why they could be homeless. And every homeless person I met was sweet, you know. So it's please don't look down on the homeless people. Treat them with respect because you never know. How you treat that person, that person can be helping you. It's so crazy, guys. What do you think about that, Maya? Well, um, back to, I guess, what started this um, conversation about assisting, like, the, the giving, I think, for me, it was, what helped me realize it is the switch, not that, I started off young, you know, just, like, very sympathetic and empathetic to the world and, like, wanting to save the world and all this, and then as I got older, I realized that 
like that superwoman save the world stuff that's a lot <laughs> to like bear on your shoulders as an individual person and it gets overwhelming like having to feel like you're responsible for all of this stuff so finding a place so realizing that i need to start with me like giving to myself first and cultivating that um because i was like i don't know why i feel so like exhausted and like drained or overwhelmed by this like isn't this what i'm supposed to be doing like helping 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 um but i realized that i wasn't like putting it into myself Ooh, so um I make sure to be in like a state where you like guys are balance. you guys are reacting. No, like yeah. no, no. Let me explain to you why I'm looking at her, and I'm gonna do this right now while we're recording. Me before we recorded, I mean before this, right now. Me and her went to lunch, and I I'm gonna demonstrate what I I'm about to do it right now. Okay. Let me see that bottle of water. Okay, so I had to show her this. I'm going to take a bottle and pour into a cup right now. So imagine you pouring into a cup, right? The water is continuing to go in a cup, right? Okay, I open this other bottle right now. You're going to pour, right? I'm going to let it get to the top. What happens if I continue to pour in the cup? Y'all see what's going on? Yes. What happened? So I told her today, I said, you're pouring into others and it's overflowing. Mm. This is another cup right here, but this cup is empty. She's not pouring into herself. And it's so crazy because we, me and her had this conversation today. I just dropped that let. It's okay. Me and her had this conversation today and it's like, I'm not going to say she didn't believe in anything I said, but. I'm a strong believer in everything happened for a reason. History sometimes repeats itself. Most definitely, if you do not pass the lesson. Mm -hmm. My question to you, Diana, isn't it so crazy that she just said everything I said earlier today at lunch? But the main thing is, I told her, you cannot pour into others. This Right now, if I continue to pour, the water is going to come out the cup and it's going to go down. This is another cup. It's empty. It's empty. You're not pouring into yourself. And a person become numb, tired, and it become draining because you're not pouring in yourself. Everything she just said, and I needed to hear that too, Maya, because I needed to hear that too, because here you are putting on that cape, S for superwoman, but... How are you superwoman if you're not... Equipped. Yeah. And power's gone. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like learning that balance, especially when you're trying to just do the right choices every day because we have so many choices every day to make. Mm-hmm. And you just want to make, you know, the best of your, you know, day, especially for others. But, of course, like you say, you definitely got to remind yourself, like, to sit back and not you know do as much as you can not too much i think it's being honest with people too like learning to be honest with people too because sometimes yeah <laughs> maya girl <laughs> you, you are going in today first guys i want to i want the y'all to know 
I don't know if it's the no, it's not. I'm not gonna blame it on the vodka. But my, I want y'all to know that I want y'all to know that it was gonna be me and Diana today. I'm glad. See, I'm glad you came today on this episode because I was gonna record with Maya probably in a few more days, but it was it was meant to happen today because what you're saying I needed to hear she needed to hear and we had this conversation today earlier today we had this conversation and I think she needed to hear this again and what you said what you said earlier basically about taking care of others it's taking it's taking on a lot because I need to hear that part because how are you and I know my listeners, somebody's needing to hear this right now. And wow, I'm at this point, y'all gotta say something. Cause I I'm over here gotta get my thoughts together right now. Cause I'm just like, damn, that was deep. What do y'all think about that? That is Yeah. How are you? Um, I guess my question to you, Diana, is where when's the last time that you're like struggling with like dealing with this where it's like, um, pouring into someone or people yeah um, I would say my job is very demanding and when you feel like your passion is full and your purpose is full you just just do it and after that it's like okay well then I learned that it becomes to a point where you feel like it's like your normal and but really it's not like it's like it's more like you're burning out slowly and then you start not understanding your normal so and then also learning my balance again because for a while it was my normal and like when you're just you know when you're people are always so you know in a way dependent it's just it's hard to say no and that's I'm learning too so you know, we're all just trying to figure it out, learning. Okay, my question to you is why do you think it's hard to say no? She's, you sound like you say no a lot. <laughs> I, I say no a lot? Yeah, and just the way it keeps like, why is it hard for you to say no? <laughs> God, what do you think, Donna? Is it hard for me to say no sometimes? You're you're good at being like communicative and um, honest. So that really helps you, you know, like talk you know tell people what you need you don't like you know and that helps and that for me is like confrontation Mm. so whenever that arises I have a few things that I in you know ways that I was taught for a while just to kind of like you know you learn things like to ignore or to um you know just try to take it you know be you know, a positive route, or you just try to not be involved in the situation. Toxic positivity. <laughs> yes. And then also, like, I always choose to be, like, positive or righteous about the situation. And most of the time, it's a good thing, you know. But also, for me, it's not always the best. Mm-hmm. So, that's a balance in itself, you know. To answer your question, you said... It seems like it's easy for me to say no. Mm-hmm. Or easier, I guess. Um, it depends. I'll be honest. It depends. It it depends on the person. I think I do I still need to work on saying no. I think this is crazy to say. Somebody might not understand what I'm saying. 
I say no to the wrong people. Hmm. I say no to the wrong people. In what regard? No. Yeah, I'm saying that right. Yeah, I say no to the wrong people and treat the good people bad. And that's what I'm learning. And it's crazy. I know I'm growing. Mm -hmm. I'm realizing, you know, most people, when it comes to a good person, if you've been through so much trauma, so much bullshit, when you have someone good, you get bored. And you know that they're going to be good. Like, you don't have to worry about them not being good. So, like, you're like, I can. (laughs) So, I was like, I've been through so much shit. Having a good person, I get bored. And I'm warm enough to say that. I done came across a lot of great guys. Oh, we're talking about men specifically. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I'm on board now. Okay. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> but whatever your preference is, you know, yeah. I don't judge. I don't judge nobody. But not just men. You know, I can. When it, I don't know, man, I'm still learning myself, and I'm okay to say I'm still learning. I don't fucked up some shit in the past too. I'm not perfect. I never act like I'm perfect. But when it comes to saying no. I'm learning to stand firm. If I say no, I'm going to stand firm on no. You're not going to persuade me to change my answer. I'm learning that. Mm -hmm. Because usually, back in the day, you know, depends on the person, they can persuade me to change my answer. But now I'm standing firm on no. And I'm okay I said no. You're not going to make me feel bad for saying no. So I'm learning, guys. That's all we can do is learn. And I really love the fact, I don't know, I'm just so thankful that I came in contact with beautiful people. And I just want y'all to know, well, we came in contact for a reason. I pray to be around positive people and like-minded people and people like me. So I just want y'all to know I appreciate y'all and I love y'all. But I guess I want to do another little I asked one question. My other question is, you can choose to share if you don't want to. I guess, what it, what was the hardest thing for y'all to get through? And how did y'all get through it? If y'all want me to go first, I can go first. Or who, however you want to do it. The hardest. The hardest the thing. Hardest. Whatever, the hardest thing for you to get through. And how did you manage to stay strong? I honestly hope the hardest thing that I've had to get through has happened, but I know that's not the case. I know that there's like probably another lesson, but um, so far, oh my gosh. I mean, I I still feel like I'm going through it. The hardest mm-hmm. thing for me to get through is... <laughs> yeah, like, still going through it. Uh, like you were talking about earlier, like it's going to keep repeating to you learn those lessons. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's been the hardest is like the things that I haven't allowed myself to learn yet. Um, that's the hardest, obviously, because wow. it still hasn't, <laughs> hasn't clipped. I still haven't like... No, I, go, yeah. I, I would say this. Just because the lesson come back doesn't mean you didn't pass the test it come back sometimes to see if you're strong Mm -hmm. if you don't give in Mm -hmm. so i'm not gonna say the lesson will come back because perfect example let's say you met a a jacob right Mm -hmm. 
you and Jacob was dealing with each other, y'all didn't work out. Jacob gone. But here come another guy. His name is Tony. And Tony has the same characteristic of Jacob. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. it's a different body, but Jacob is going to continue to come, but it's going to be a different body. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to that, that's basically saying that just because the test come back, it doesn't mean you didn't pass it, but sometimes you can be attracted in it or sometimes it come back just to see if you're going to be strong to not give in. Mm-hmm. And me, man, I feel like my whole life, I continue to give in. But now, because I'm hard headed, I continue to go through stuff over and over and over and over again. But now it's like, here we are in June, and it's like, bitch, you got to get this shit together. You don't been through this shit over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Come on now, when are you going to just stop? Like, are you tired yet? Right. Yeah. And I'm a type of person, the only way I can get through it and learn is when pain hit my ass. Nothing teach me more than pain. Mm-hmm. I don't care if y'all can be like, Ashley, do not do this. Mm-hmm. This is I what happened to me. My heart had an ass still gonna go out there I'm and do it. Too. But pain, I'm talking about pain when you feel like you can't breathe. Mm-hmm. That's the only shit that's gonna get my mind right. Yeah. But um, so what, what I mean, what was you saying mainly? I mean it. Uh, it really, and I, I brought this up to Diana um, as well, like, um, it's really just men. Like, um, that's been, from my very, like, inception into this world, um, like, sex and men, I feel like. Um, maybe even just, like, relationships, I'll say that in general. Um, and using them to like fail something within myself and we're talking about like comfortable like um what did you say exactly avoid about um that was like something about like comfortability or um habits or something anyway sorry yeah i can't remember but um you know changing the habits we're used to replacing it with good ones yeah um you know, you're learning. We're, yeah, we're learning. We all learning. Yeah. We learn every day. We don't stop learning until we leave this earth. Exactly. So. Yeah, for me, it's just forgiving myself for everything. Mm-hmm. All my wrongs, all my all of my shortcomings. I always pray for that. And also forgiving my parents. Mm-hmm. That was the hardest thing for me. Yeah. I hadn't talked my, to my dad for 10 years. Wow. And, you know, especially divorce really gets you know toxic and dysfunctional and you don't know who to believe and you know for me I I just felt like I the only thing to do during divorce is just at that time I was like I just want to do the right thing for myself and you know leave the house and start my new journey I don't know what it is but I end up finding my passion through that and you know Along the way, I, you know, dated and lost my boyfriend, and he told me right before he passed to forgive my father for everything. Mm. And I didn't know, you know, what he, why he said that, and and now I know it's because you know my dad was 
you know, just trying to do the best he could for our family, you know, and at the time, my mom, she wasn't really honest about her addiction to gambling, so, and, you know, time will tell, and also, like, you know, knowing that when you grow older, you just try to, you know, forgive the fact that our parents may have, you know, not made the right decisions because divorce is, it does, you know, gets kind of confusing for especially children. Yeah, they're human. Yeah, and I look at that, (laughs) yes, and I look at that, I'm like, okay, if, you know, during all that is, and they, you know, that they try their best, it's all I could ask for. This is the first time I think I was ever on, like, mute. I mean, because when I listen to both of y'all talk, I think about my situation, my life. And, man, when I tell y'all the universe does not play, one thing about it, it's so crazy, man, because I feel like I just got my ass whooped by the universe. And it's when you get your ass whooped by the universe and God... It's like you got to stand still and sit there. You getting hit with a belt, switch, whatever you want to call it. You got to sit there and take it. So listen to you talk, Diana, when you sit there and bring up forgiving your parents. That shit really fucking me up because I went to counseling and my counselor told me that shit. She made me actually draw myself, my mom, and my dad the age when they both had me and they was in their 20s both in the high school and I was just explaining to her but this that that da, da, da. and is she was like but they were still growing and when she said that at first I didn't want to accept it but it's like damn mm-hmm. if I would have had a child at that age you know times are different now come on now mm-hmm. times are different now but I was my mom's second child. I was my dad's first child. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to, I don't know, are y'all, are y'all, y'all first, the firstborn? I'm oldest, yeah. Second. You're the secondborn? Just two. Okay. Um, so when it comes to our parents, and I'm able to say this now, because after drawing the picture down, when I tell y'all, when I say draw, I had to draw the circle, my big ass head, the line, my hands, you know, my feet. I really, she made me sit there and draw that. And she was like, and put the ages by your dad and your mom. And so it's just, I was so angry. But why did they do this? Why did they do that? And she was like, they didn't know. They was growing too. And when you really just listen to stuff and you just got to sit there, I'm not going to say and live with it, but when you sit there and think about it, you know how when you just want to be mad with somebody, mm-hmm. but you don't have no reason to be mad with them, and now you just sit here and think about, I've been that mad at this person for all these years, and it's like, damn. Only if you, but I do believe this, but I let me say this. Only if you knew better than what, all that time you let go past, only if you knew better then. But I strongly believe the timing of everything is right. But my problem was forgiving my parents. I'm, I'm not saying they've done anything. But the main thing is I was just hurt. 
and I'm going to get more into that in my podcast later on in the season, but yeah. forgiving. Yeah, forgiving is so crucial and just like love. And every day I um, pray, especially this year, I learned to be merciful because God is and he forgives us for everything, like, like I said, from our shortcomings. So every time I do something that I feel like I may feel like I may not be the right choice but I'm still learning I forgive myself and I forgive everyone for it just like 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 I say just family friends like think about like we try our best and that's all he asked for and sometimes at the moment we don't know because we just never learned it it's okay how do you know if you really forgave yourself and you forgave others I would say at the moment until you know, if I make a decision and I realize, okay, I didn't know, next time I learn again. So I have to forgive myself right away. Mm-hmm. And then move on forward and not make that decision again. And think about, like, how other people, like my, you know, like I say, my family may have taught me how to make that decision. And that's why I forgive my parents. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't know. And that... That's the best choice that they made. But you know, the most important thing, and this is what I love, you know, and I really hope my listeners pay attention to what I'm about to say. One thing about the whole situation with your parents, they teach you two things. (laughs) What not to do with your kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And what to do with your kids. If you had a parent that didn't show you love, you know, to show your kids love. Because one thing about that is, and that's not our parents' fault too, because let's think about their parents. Their parents maybe wasn't loving to them. And that is brought down to them, the, and it's going to teach us not to be loving. And, you know, isn't that crazy, y'all? Sometimes, I mean, you really got to think about why our parents act the way they do sometimes. And sometimes it's because they didn't know or they maybe didn't receive it also. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. And sometimes, I don't know, whenever I do have kids, I just want them to feel love. I don't want them to go out. If I have a daughter, even a son, it doesn't matter. I don't want them to have to go out and get love. If she's a girl, go out there and go seek love from a man. I don't want my daughter to do that. I want her to feel love inside you know sometimes I can't speak on y'all but we go out there and try to get love from these men or from these girls you know and sometimes we try to fill a void from something we didn't have have y'all ever done it in the past I'm not even gonna say it's sexual or from a man or a woman sometimes you go do other things you get addicted to stuff right yeah yeah to learning to love unconditionally we're just that is something that everyone has in their own journey and you know it could and then we'll just grow into it so yeah it's okay what do you think Maya I mean I, I agree with that like I feel like I'm still learning how to grow into it to be honest and that's what I was talking about earlier about the hardest thing um, to get it, my hardest lesson going through, um, that's what I was saying it was, it was seeking this validation 
elsewhere Ooh. and not even realizing that I was because like dudes were there so I was like it's just that we like each other and you know it's blah 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 but it was really deep-seated that I was used to having this thing and when I didn't have it and someone else came along to give it to me my judgment um was blinded first of all because I'm like okay they're giving me this thing or whatever it is um to fill the void um and that would lead it it never lasted because of that because damn um, girl I'm feeling this shit in my heart do you when she say something you don't feel in your heart so now I got I got several questions and I hope you're okay okay Okay, so how do you know (laughs) so you call it you was trying to seek validation you were seeking validation from one way or another okay how did you know that though well, because of the um, trauma that I experienced. It took a while, yeah. right? I realized that I had a trauma very early on in life, like as a child. And I was used to a certain level of affection um, that I was seeking. So I guess knowing was when I didn't have it, right? Like having that emptiness from the person not being there in those spaces where it wasn't with anyone and being like, oh, okay, this person or these people were filling that. That's how I knew. It's just because, like, when I'm by myself, I'm like, oh, crap. It's just me and these feelings now. Like, you got to sit here and go through it. And it's like, I don't want to go through it. Yeah. Man, I got to go do something right now to distract me. And it's so easy ah. to get caught up in the easy, like, um, let me just. Because I almost did it now. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? This is close. Like, there's, like. Um, I'm newly single and um, that's a whole different story but there's two dudes came out of the woodwork and just very persistent and very just like um, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> not right now <laughs> and I'm like I could um, entertain it yeah I could entertain this I know I, I don't need to I know that this is another test mm-hmm. I know that if I start something um, I'm just gonna get distracted from where I'm supposed to, like the lessons I'm supposed to be like really taking in right now and all this stuff. So, hundred um, percent. Yeah. Okay, so another question mm-hmm. for both of y'all. I'm trying to figure out how do I ask this question. What do you think make us? Okay, hold on. This is crazy. Like, I really love this conversation right now. <laughs> every time I have, like, every time I record, and like I said, y'all love my third guest on this episode, and I'm realizing. By the way, guys, these ladies are pouring into their bottles right now. <laughs> so if you hear all that noise, they pouring into their bottles. <laughs> so my main thing is, so, okay, we know our childhood really affect our future. But... Why is it when when it comes to our childhood? Why do it really make us after so many years or decade? It still affect us. Why? Why do you think? I don't understand. Like I don't get it. I feel like as kids we're like sponges, so like we're really just soaking in everything and learning everything then, and then. I mean, the subconscious is a real layer where we, like, store stuff. So, like, when we're met with situations, we, like, pull from what we know. <laughs> or do you think yeah. it's or do you think it's our inner child pulling? Our inner, do you think it's our inner child on the left and 
ourselves right now. They're going back and forth, pulling, playing tug of war. That's maybe that's my crazy ass mind thinking no, like that. I, what do you think about that? Your inner child is right here. Uh, no, I just thought about it. Your inner child is wanting your present self mm-hmm. to love on her. She, she wants you to love her, so you will not continue on doing the same thing over and over. She just want to be hugged. I think we should just hug each other right now. No, hug, we can hug ourselves right now, but after this, we're going to hug each other. Our inner child wants to feel love, and people don't realize that. Our inner child be screaming, just love me. Why don't you love me? And then when you go to be with a, another the woman or a man, and you don't feel that love, you're going to keep going to a different person. To feel the But the thing is, Maya, you are showing up, girl. Like, you, y'all both. I feel like I'm getting envy right now. Because the things that y'all saying is really touching home with me right now. Yeah, true stuff. I, I think it's interesting how of our, our... Dynamic. Yeah, but we're all it's, similar. We're all from, like, different yeah. backgrounds. But, I mean, that's yeah. just, like, it just life, makes right? Sense. Yeah. Look, I tell y'all this. I don't care how much money you make. Mm-mm. I don't care what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. I don't care what car you drive. I don't care where you live at. I don't care what color you are. We all shit. We all cry. We all done been through some shit. And that's why I love people. I love giving. Because when we went out for lunch today, I sit here and tell you, we sit down at a table, I told you. Look at this person walking right there. Look at the other person walking right there. Guess what? Everybody's fighting through a battle. Everybody's mm-hmm. going through something. Mm-hmm. But, girl, Maya, when you spoke on validation and when you spoke on forgiving your parents, Diana, that was my two. And when you spoke on Maya, um, filling the void, those are my top three blessings. I think the hardest thing I ever get through in life. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think I, I did. I start answering that question. But those three right there are the hardest thing for me. And I don't understand why. I I know because of my childhood. But at the same time, how long are you going to continue to say that? Look, the bottle popping. That was confirmation. (laughs) But how long are you going to continue to say that? I mean, we have to find the right tool. Like, I mean, it's an... I've even been that lesson and, like, like you say, the addictions, like freeing myself from all of that to feel the you know people don't realize it but if we don't feel that void we'll feel it with things that will create self sabotage mm-hmm. whoa because the, the self-sabotage is the easy part yeah you the don't other know stuff you're doing is hard it. yeah exactly it's easy it's right there you guys won't come away um <laughs> whatever you booty cut on no you I'm, good. <laughs> Yeah, and anything. So, you know, we just try to retrain, you know, good things, good habits. You know, maybe, you know, creating a healthy, you know, morning routine to start mm-hmm. off. That'll help a lot to start your day. Yeah. And, and eating yes. habits. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that helped me a lot. That is, it makes your mood change. It's crazy. Energy change. Because both of y'all, I want my listener to know, listeners to know, y'all both, when it comes to eating, 
Y'all got that shit down pat. Here I am. I don't have that shit down pat. I eat crazy shit. Like right now, I'm over here thinking, what am I about to eat next? That's what I love about y'all. Y'all are eating right. I really love Maya. You are really into plants. And like I have a scar right here. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, my listeners cannot see it, but I have a scar like on my chest. And I took um, a piece of the, what was it, aloe vera? Mm-hmm. It's only been this week, Maya, and the scar is going away. The scar is going away. Plants heal. Wow. <laughs> so, and, but I love how you brought up that it's all into your routine. Mm-hmm. Most of every book I read about business owners, they say that it's all in your routine. Yeah, and I've learned through having a health coach after, you know, all of the just experience of losing someone is having a health coach. They'll teach you to choose like good habits and creating a routine and learning what is healthy, choosing positive words. Mm -hmm. That helps a lot. Affirmation. Yes. Okay. Uh I'll go ahead. Finish your thought and then I'll say something. Oh, no. I feel like I need to say this. I am beautiful. I am happy. I am strong. All right, I just had to say that. I love it. Now, I know I'm bipolar. People people say I'm bipolar, so that, I guess that's my little proof I'm bipolar. I think that, we, <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, or, you know, in a way, like, mental stuff, it's like, at the same time, we're, like, always having so many thoughts, right? And mm-hmm. also, like, rewarding ourselves with good things by saying good things for ourselves and doing good things for ourselves. So that is, to me, healthy. Extremely. Mm-hmm. It makes a difference. Um, my friend, we were having a conversation the other day. He moved to Florida recent, not recently, um, beginning of, end of last year. Um, and I bought him a book for his birthday, like last minute. I went to Target. I don't oh, remember the name. Oh, those are the best gifts. <laughs> What's, what was the title? I don't remember the title of okay. the book. When he called me, he was like, you know that book that you bought me for my birthday? And you're like, it was like last minute, whatever. And I was like, uh, not really. But <laughs> he's like, I've been reading it finally. And um, one of the guy's advice uh, in the book is to say, instead of being like, I will, I'm going to do this, be like, I am willing to do and then fill in the blank. Um, and we were like just conversating about that. Because when he said that, I was like, why is my like brain tingling like when he's saying I am willing um and I was journaling this morning and it finally clicked I was like because I am willing gives you like the grace to like do like have the openness so like when I'm like I am going to do this it's kind of like this daunting like oh my god what if I don't do it like what if I can't do it um but when you're like I am willing it's like oh okay I'm willing to do this so it's like I love it. It's like uh, that saying, if there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as yes. you're willing to do it mm-hmm. and you have good intentions, I believe in that. I like yeah. that because it's, to me, when you say that, I think it motivates you and it, mm-hmm. what's the word? It just make you feel good. <laughs> saying that just make you feel good and you and it gives you hope. It does. Like, for example. Yeah, there it is. I will be a billionaire. I just like saying I am. Yeah. I like speaking like I am Mm -hmm. a billionaire. Mm -hmm. I am successful. I am happy. Because it's changing your your train of thought. Mm -hmm. And like 
When I was depressed, I had to say that. I had to tell myself, you are happy, you're strong, you're smart, you're loving, you're caring. Even if you didn't feel it, but saying that really changed how you feel. I'm okay. Even when you're not okay, I'm okay. And I just, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy because in the past, some years ago, somebody was like, you need to start saying affirmation. I'm like, what the fuck is this? What is this going to do for me right now? But when you do your research and you believe it, you you know what's crazy? Right here on my desk, this is your book. Yeah. Yeah, it's been sitting here. As you see, it's been here on my calendar. But The Random Act of Kindness. I really love this book. I One take of my favorite gift books. Yeah, every day I feel like sometimes, you know, people take it for granted, but just know that giving kindness is rewarded. Mm-hmm. And that to me, I, kindness, like I said, doesn't have to be, you know, doesn't have to be like materialistic or money. You can just give what a you smile have. Or a good yeah. word. It's crazy because I'm seeing like strolling through I this book. I love this book. And I'm looking at the title. Do you want to stop and read something? Living from the Heart. Mm. I'm just going to read this, these, whatever the page stop on. There's quotes on the bottom. Wait, hold up. Hold on. No, come on. Which I, one? I feel like you're looking at it. <laughs> just do it. Whoa. I have put marks on them. That's why you did that? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Hold on now. Whoa. Now this right here. The universe always just finds a way to get to me. <laughs> I don't understand. But I'm going to read this one right here. Lord knows. The mother who gives up her life for her children does them no kindness but rather burdens them what the legacy of a life unlived. Mm. Damn, bro. So, Maya, I don't know if you know this, but I buried my mom in 19. And reading that, that makes me think about my brothers and also my sister who passed away. And reading that really... I know my mom be speaking through all of us, but that right there really got me, bro. You still talk to her? Well, I pray to her. I talk to her. You know, the main thing is I love going to her gravesite. Anytime I feel sad, depressed, or whatever, I go to her gravesite. How I leave her gravesite, I feel so happy. Mm-hmm. When I fly back home to Atlanta, I have to go to her gravesite. That's probably my, probably my favorite thing to do. If I don't do anything, I'm going to go there. And I had a reading done, right? <laughs> and this lady told me. In Atlanta? No, what I had this reading done. I don't even remember where I had this reading done at. But, you know, when I go get any type of reading done, I don't tell them nothing. Because I feel like, oh, yeah, you're going to tell me the same shit I just told you. Mm-hmm. But this is what this lady told me when she was doing my reading. She was like, I don't know. But this lady is coming through right now. And when she just started saying stuff, I was like, this is my mom. Mm-hmm. My mom becoming, she come through all the time. And her personality, she, she got a strong personality. She's a Scorpio. But, man, I read a lot of letters of my mom that she was writing while she was in jail and prison. And 
you know, most people will make you think that, you know, usually when your parents go to jail or whatever, and me being in law enforcement, the kids going to think, my parents don't love me, this and that. But me going in law enforcement, I see what the parents are going through. Yes, they want to call home. Sometimes they can be all in the jail. I mean, in the jail, of course. Thank you.